I once heard a saying that just because you can see something, it doesn't mean that you have to look at it. So, candidly, I have consciously backed way off of watching the news these days. But something so frightening snuck through the other night. As a matter of fact, you might have seen it. Portland, Oregon. Trump emblazoned trucks rolling through downtown. Just days after a young man who identified himself as a supporter of the president allegedly shot and killed two Black Lives Matter protesters. Well, as the film of the trucks proceed, look to the right side of that screen and you will see Biden supporters. One holding and burning a Trump-Pence poster, and to his immediate left, a young man holding his phone to film the Trump trucks in one hand and flipping off that caravan of trucks with the other. And at that same moment, flashback to the left, to the Trump caravan, because you don't want to miss the sight of one of those occupants dispensing pepper spray at those same Biden supporters that they are driving by and his trunk bed mate picking up a paintball gun that was at his feet in said truck to then spray paint bullets into that same group of Biden supporters. On that same day, there was a Trump rally that took place here in Los Angeles. A very good friend of mine said that they had driven by the rally, and once again, similar to the gentleman in Portland, chose their middle finger to communicate their opinion. When our president took office in early 2017, the prediction was made that because of his style of communication, that political conversations and communication and the opinions within it all would become more, they said, corrosive and coarse. And even as I try to squeeze my eyes shut tight, the spray of irritants and bullets and epithets from fingers will, for the near future, certainly continue to fly. Those predictions have come true. But I'm left to wonder when some semblance of calm eventually returns, what any of those people who did those things would say about why they chose to act the way they did. Most simply put, what were they hoping for? What were they intending to communicate with those actions? Now, they may never be moved out of some embarrassment or wish to look beyond it to accept that each action that we choose in how we express ourselves, especially in times of conflict and disagreement, has its own unique lasting effect. They might not want to accept that fact, and that, I guess, is understandable but it doesn't make it any less true.
So as a way to conclude today's thoughts, I was paging through um, the writings of a, of a famous author by the name of Robert Fulgham. Some of you may remember Robert Fulgham wrote a great little book called Everything I Ever Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. But he also wrote another quote, and I want to finish with that quote, because it reminds us in its own unique way that our actions, the things that we choose to do, have consequence whether we would like it or not. He said that there is really nothing that you must be, and there is nothing that you must do. There is really nothing that you must have, and there is really nothing that you must know. And there is really nothing that you must become. However, it helps to understand that fire burns, and when it rains, the earth gets wet. Our actions have consequences. That is something to keep in mind because as we engage more deeply into the days to come, both up into the election and beyond, perhaps before you extend that middle finger, take even a moment to remember that those people you are pointing at aren't going anywhere. They are going to continue to make their choices and you get to continue to make yours. You don't have to like their choices. You can just choose to work on making yours better.